What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Intellectual Property Podcast. I am your host, Dallas Alexis, and I'm sitting here with a very, very special guest today. I'll call her CPO, but she goes by the name of <laughs> Carolyn Pierre Outlaw. What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. We were talking off air, right? Mm-hmm. So, um... I always thought you were a doctor. Right. Right? Because I was going to get ready to introduce <laughs> you as Dr. Pierre Outlaw. Right. All right? And right. then you had to be like, no, 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 it's PA. I tricked you. You tricked me, right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I always thought you were a doctor because of your show. <laughs> right. Um, Rhonda Mitchell, MD. Right. We're sitting with the creator, writer, the brains behind uh, the hit show, Rhonda Mitchell, MD, for those who um, don't know. Um, but before we get into that, I kind of want to... Yeah. Um, um, start at the beginning of the timeline. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, so just tell the folks a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're originally from, and then we'll just jump right into the meat and potatoes of everything. Sure, sure, yeah. So I was born and raised in Brooklyn, um, born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens, so uh, first-generation um, Haitian-American you already know. Yeah, um, the one one of uh, six kids, the only girl okay. in a family of six. Um, and so, you know, when you have Caribbean parents, they try to instill in you values of hard work, education, um, which is of course important. And you know, I always did pretty well in school as a student, but. They never really encouraged my creative side. So what happened was um, I was graduated high school. Um, I graduated high school, finished a year early, you know, Mm -hmm. did everything right. Mm -hmm. I start college and I have a friend who's who's uh, who auditioned for an R&B group. Get out she of here. has a. She knows someone who um, worked, worked worked at uh, this lady, this young, this woman mm-hmm. um, worked at uh, Sony, uh, Sony Epic Records, and um, she was looking to start a group, her own group. Okay. Um, so this is like the Lou Pearlman, you know that the person that puts together like the Backstreet yeah, Boys. So um, she had her own. Lou Pearlman was behind Old Town, right? Right. Boys, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So she had her own idea. Okay. Of um, creating this diverse, ethnically diverse group of singers with a big focus on harmony. And mm. so I was excited. Um, I didn't discover singing until, you know, church, like everyone else's story. You're in <laughs> church and you're in the choir and you start singing. Um, mm-hmm. So I actually auditioned and got into the group and hid it from my pa- from my mom. My, my dad had passed away mm-hmm. when I was 15. So we're like, you know, I'm in my... Mm, late teens, early 20s, I get into this group, and I'm rocking with the group for five years. What was the name of the group, by the way? We had a few different names. We had Exclusive. Okay. Shout out to Kelly, Iris, Cynthia, Nicole, <sighs> Janie, Zenobia, all the old members of... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we went through so many members. Hold on, so y'all had a record deal? No, we didn't get that far. But I was working, grinding, <laughs> we I was recording. We were, we, were, we, were, we were writing songs, rehearsing trying to work on our stage presence, everything. But the, gotcha. the problem was, because it was five girls, mm-hmm. there's five personalities. Uh-oh. And so we couldn't, I mean, the longest group that stayed together was together maybe six months. So we really couldn't get a, a vibe, okay. you know? So anyway, fast forward after 
about five years with mm-hmm. doing the singing and songwriting thing, uh, I decided to go back to school. Okay. And um, where'd at, you go? At the I went to Hunter at first. Okay. Um, and um, I, you know, my I had wanted to become a doctor when I was young. Mm-hmm. I was like four years old. I was writing prescriptions for my dad. <laughs> and my mom, I was like, take take two cookies in a hot bath, you know, <laughs> writing prescriptions. Um, and, you know, when the singing thing didn't work out, I decided to go back to school. Okay. I was already in my mid-20s. I'm like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. you know, medical school now. I'm not going to be done till I'm however old. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got into a car accident. What? Nothing major, but I went to the emergency room. And the woman who treated me, I was, I, you know, she looked pretty young. So I was like, wow, you're really young to be a doctor. And she's like, I'm not a doctor. I'm a PA. And I'm hey. like, oh, my God, what's that? You know? And so I researched it. And the following year, I was in Pace. Uh, I was, uh, I had applied and was accepted into Pace University's uh, physician assistant program. Mm-hmm. Did that. Um, graduated valedictorian of the program. Ah, oh, summa sure. cum laude. Okay. okay. All right. Shout out to um, Pace. Hello. <laughs> Shout out to Pace. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, graduated 2006. I start working as a PA and about four y- years into it, I, I'm bored. I'm like, okay. I need to get back into my creative side. Okay. You know, and what I hadn't realized, and this is important, what I hadn't realized is... I had, I I always had a love for film, okay. Music, film, dance, anything artistic, of course, right? Music, you and um, uh, well, yeah, in Vogue before right, in Vogue, right, you know exactly. Ukonne, <laughs> ukonne. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? uh, <laughs> but the thing is, I would I would always be the type. My family loved movies. We would like sit around Thanksgiving and quote movie lines. Mm-hmm. That was a game we would play. Yeah. What movie is this from? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would always be the one pitching movies. Like, yo, this would be dope. Movie if ideas? Movie, huh? Movie ideas? Movie ideas. Gotcha. And, uh, yo, this would make a great show or this would make a great movie. And, you know, never really thought it was, you know, possibility of me following through on it. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Um, and then we'll get back to um, the uh, movie nights that your parents used to have with yeah. you and, and, like, you pitching the movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel that you needed to suppress or hide your creative side from your parents? Um, I'm very curious. I just, you know, just getting an education and and having a stable job was something that was so important to my parents, especially, you know, my dad. But my dad Hmm. had passed away. He literally, like, he was on his deathbed. He died of cancer. And as he Hmm. is in his, before he... Before he passed, uh, he called me into the bedroom, mm-hmm. and um, this is like he's in hospice, so it's, he's he can go in any time. And he calls me, and he's like, "Promise me you're gonna go to medical school, and you're gonna become a doctor." Oh, so I'm like, "Yeah, Dad, so I'm gonna do not, it." How uh, not on a, 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 <laughs> right, a, dead, right, a dead man's last right, wish, right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he had always wanted to be a doctor. I didn't know that in yeah. Haiti. And apparently, he went to law school. Being becoming a lawyer was cheaper than becoming a doctor. So he became a lawyer. Um, Short of time, so you could right knock that out quick. Right. So um, I didn't know that until later on. But um, I just I I felt like I would be letting him down Hmm. in a way. And and my you know I knew my family. My mom would have preferred me, you know, continuing on with my education and and honoring that promise that I made. Mm 
And I, I guess I would have felt a little bit like I was dishonoring him in a way, but it was who I was. And um, I didn't want to... I didn't want to 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 cause any more issues. You know, my mom had gone through it was a lot with my with my dad and stuff. So I didn't want to put any more on her. Okay. And so I I kind of hit it. It came out towards the end. At yeah. the end when I was about to leave the group and go back to school. Oh, by yeah. the way, I've been singing in this group for mm, 5 years. For 5 years. <laughs> You know, because she's like, how how are you not done with school yet? Like she, that was a thing. Like what what's going on with school? And I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm, I'm going I'm working. I'm going part time, and all. You know, it's hard. You know, the struggle is real, mom. And da da da. Um, she was actually kind of she's cool with it. Yeah. She wasn't cool with it. She was just like, what? Like you know. Yeah. Um, you know what's so funny about that, right? Um, like when I first told my um, I mean, so like ever since like high school through college, I was always into like communications and mm. like TV and the films because I was a TV and film major in college, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I went to a, a graphic arts high school. So mm-hmm. I already knew what I wanted to do. But mm-hmm. like when I told my parents, my mom was more like the liberal one. Mm. She was very liberal. My dad was more like, mm. what is this? You want, you want to work in, in mm. make films. Make movies. Make movies. <laughs> you want to yeah. make movies? Yeah. Does the movie <laughs> right. make money? Right, right. I'm like, yeah, dad. You, <laughs> right. Right. you ever heard of Spike Lee? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. But my mom right. was like, yeah, whatever you want to do. Right. So like, I get it. Right. I get it. And and it's like, um, when you have uh, immigrant parents, yeah, they're not like really well versed right in, in 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 like the social economic makeup of of um the United States not knowing like there are so many different avenues where you could go and make money it's not right. just doctor lawyer teacher fireman phone guy but i get it though you because but but the thing is you know like thinking about it logically it makes sense for them to for, for them to want you to do something stable like, you know, we sacrificed, we left our family behind in Haiti. We're here. You know, my dad was a lawyer and educator. He taught French in Africa, mm. lived in Africa yeah, and was respected. And he comes here and he works at the post office and yeah. he works as a parking attendant at the at the airport. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he gives up his, you know, status, so to speak, to come here to, to come American here dream. to give us a American chance dream. to get yeah. that dream. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it, it, it makes sense. It's but it's, it uh, you know, it's um, but it's also not knowing like. Right. Right. Because I, right. mean, I mean, knowing what we know now, because we're like, what, first generation American right. kids. Right. So like we know there's like 7000 different jobs and hustles where you can right. make gazillions of thousands of dollars. Right. 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 Um, but at that time, like they just didn't know. Right. And like they knew what was safe, and they knew what would made sense, and what, and what was solid. Exactly. But but God bless their hearts because we are who we are now because exactly. of them. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. People ask me that question: If there's anything that you could have changed, you know, would you change it? No, I wouldn't because, you know, it's like butterfly effect. That movie. Like, if I change one thing in my past, how, how does it truly affect yeah, everything yeah, yeah. else in the future? Yeah. So I am a product of you know my mistakes mm-hmm. and my successes. You know, I can't, you know, all I can do is just keep trying to improve and do better and yeah. learn and grow. And that's yeah. it. But, you you know, I've come, wasn't easy, but I've come to love who I am mm-hmm. and accept who I am. And um, I, I took a shot. You know, I, I started taking film classes at the local community college. Um, actually, what happened was I pitched an idea. The idea that you pitched, right? Yeah. Okay, so... 
let's talk about how soon after then the 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 um creativity as far as the writing mm-hmm. and the vision for mm-hmm. um Rhonda Mitchell and other things come into play. Let's talk about that for mm-hmm. a minute. Mm-hmm. So I started um I became a PA in 2006. I've been practicing. I'm still practicing. Of course. Um, in 2006, my first job was in surgery. I did that for three years. Um, I worked in a small hospital. They're not even open anymore called North General Hospital. They were in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the PAs, eventually the PAs would go on to run the surgical service at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost our residents. And so we had a lot of responsibility. And I got a chance to see a lot and do a lot. Uh, in the operating room and outside the operating room. So it was a great learning experience. Um, After that, after those three years, I started uh, working for uh, the William F. Ryan Community Health Center. And it was always important for me to give back to my community and um, to try to work with the underserved and provide health care to people who really need it the most. And Mm -hmm. so uh, I worked in community health outreach for five years. So that um, consisted of me you know, providing medical care um, in homeless shelters, um, outpatient mental health clinics, um, mobile vans, you know, um, working with um, single moms, uh, young moms. Um, and I did that for five years. Now I'm in the Bronx. Um, I work BX. in the community where the BX, South Boogie Bronx? Down, the Boogie Down, yes. Okay. I work in the community in which I live. Gotcha. Um, which is very interesting dynamic. South Bronx has a lot of character. It has a lot of character. <laughs> oh wow! Um, like this is 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 kind of cool. It is. Um, it is. But um, I moved out to the Bronx in 2010. Um, no, uh, I'm lying. I moved out to the Bronx in probably in like 2007. I met my husband in 2006. So uh, moved out. Um, to be with him, and I've been there ever since, and um, started working at my current job. I'm at um, Urban Health Plan. I work with adolescent patients now, so it's very interesting. All my patients are 13 to 21. Um, And, um, you know, like I said, I live in the same neighborhood, so it's interesting. I see my patients at the store. I see my patients at the bar. I see my patients, you know, whatever. I mean, that's the way it should be. You know, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of cool because when I talk to them about certain things, it's like I understand. Okay, I know. I get it. There's not a lot of healthy food options around here, but Mm -hmm. this is what we can do instead. You know, I get it. It's not safe for you to be outside after a certain time, but you could work out in your apartment building. Just run up the flights of stairs. Absolutely. You know, like, so. So, so I get it. Um, so I've been there since 2015. Okay. Um, it's awesome. I get to walk to work. I could walk to oh, work. Oh, man. I don't have dope. to deal with that MTA. That's dope. MTA. That's dope. <laughs> so, so. Um, You're lucky. Oh, yeah. Lucky. It's, it's, it makes it all worthwhile not dealing with that train. Oh, sweet Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So it's it's kind of dope. So, um I love it. I love being a PA. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Um, did did your job as a PA mm. influence your creation of Rhonda Mitchell MD the web series? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So um, back in 2012, mm-hmm. um, I started taking uh, screenwriting or film classes at the community college. Okay. And as part of uh, no uh, Lehman and BronxNet and oh, public gotcha. access, okay. Bronx public access. I guess that's everyone's first 
you know, when you don't know where to go, you just go there. Yeah. You you try to find you know as much help as you can. So I started taking classes there, and I met Roderick Giles. Roderick Giles was an instructor, okay, uh, director, uh, writer, and um, he influenced me. He 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 asked me when I sat in class. He was like, well, "What is it you do?" And I, I was like, "I'm an as- aspiring writer." And he was like, "You're, you're not aspiring. You're a writer." And I was like, yeah, true. okay, okay. <laughs> um, and he was like, why don't you write what you know? He was like, you're in medicine. You know, why don't you write what you know? And so Makes that sense. was the first step. Mm-hmm. And um, so I kind of took a little bit of myself and my what I wish I can do mm-hmm. with my patients and how I wish I could manage them, how I wish I can talk to them, you know. Um, I'm a different type of practitioner anyway just in real life when i when my patients we have a we have a pretty dope relationship because i'm not your typical you know they call me doctor i'm not a doctor they call me doctor because they don't know the difference they see me or they see one of the other providers I mean, but, but it's not a big difference between the pa and the doctor mm, you do the same well, thing the, you can't write prescriptions can you? i can write prescriptions oh, okay. i order lab tests i i, mean, I can you interpret cut people open can you cut people open i did that in surgery oh, i could stitch people up see that? i could staple people up I remove all types of foreign bodies. I mean, can you make beats like Dr. Drake? Can you do like Dr. Drake? I could do that too. See? No difference. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 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 cool. It's a it's a it's a growing profession and I love it. And okay. it's it allows the the nice thing is that when you're trained, you're trained in primary care, so you can go pretty much anywhere mm-hmm. in medicine. You know, if I'm if I don't like Family practice, I could go to dermatology. If I don't like dermatology after two years, I could go work, start working with a neurologist. Okay. So we learn a little bit about everything. And there's flexibility there. And, and there's flexibility. And the training continues as you work. Gotcha. You know, so now I'm like, what, 13, going on 13 <laughs> years in the game. So um, I'm pretty comfortable and confident in my skills. Okay. And, um, you know, the I have a great rapport with my patients. You know, I'm very laid back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, really, I care. You know, and um, so what are you more passionate about? Are you more passionate about practicing medicine or working in the creative field, uh, writing, directing, Whoa. and um, is and then creating? Because because uh, I'm looking at you as you yeah. as you talk about you know like your work in medicine and like you're glowing and you're smiling from air to air, and I can see that the passion is there. I love it. Yeah, but I love writing too. I mean, um, it's it's different. They they it's left brain, right brain. Like it's two gotcha. different one. And it's rare though that you get somebody that come from medicine that want to do this. But like, there's but a like, few. Why though? But like, Carolyn, like, there's why? a few people. Michael Crichton was a doctor. Michael Crichton, yeah, and he okay. wrote Jurassic Park. Gotcha. He wrote Jurassic Park. He was a doctor. And you have mm-hmm. Dr. Ken. Okay. From from Hangover, he's a real doctor. He's a real doctor. Yeah, yeah he's he a real is. doctor. There's a. I mean, um, there have been there have been people from that have made the transition from other careers john grisham was a lawyer you know um dick wolf was a lawyer i think um but michael Crichton is like why when i think about whose path to take you know or who like trailblade like led that inspired he inspired me coming from you know, a career in medicine and being as successful as he was yeah. as a writer. But you're still um, navigating both, though. But I'm still navigating both. I'm still navigating both. And I- ideally, in an ideal world, I would be able to practice both one day a week <laughs> <laughs> or one day a month. 
uh, still practice because I have a skill. Yeah. And it's not everyone that has this skill and it's not everyone that can, can that can um, touch people. Yeah. And and get and get it have a have the connection that I have. Yeah. I realize that's a blessing. Um and I'm not saying it to sound conceited or anything like that, but it's a gift. Yeah. It's I and didn't, the cool thing you about know, what you're doing too, Karen, is like you work in a neighborhood that you live in, so it's kinda right. like almost giving back. Right. Right. You know, like people know you and, right. and yeah, so that's Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um they yeah, they they've been so supportive. Mm-hmm. Um this upcoming season my CEO let me film at our at our at our clinic. Okay. You know, uh, everyone's been great and supportive and um, encouraging of what I do. Mm-hmm. And even my patients, you know, they're gotcha. like, go ahead, girl, go get it. So <laughs> so now we're on the Mitchell, right? Like, yeah. what was that moment? Like, what was that aha moment that made you go, yo, I'm going to do this? Like, can you can you recall the day, the moment that that thing snapped up, um, that light bulb snapped in your head and said, I'm going to do this? And like I'm gonna go take these classes to start the path on mm-hmm. the road to mm-hmm. to shoot this. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened was, like I told you, like I had always, you know, pitched, not knowing that it was pitching that I was pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pitched a project to um, Emmeline Stewart. Emmeline. Oh, from um, October Film Festival. Yeah, October Film Festival, yeah, Stewart yeah. Film, Stewart Cinema. Yeah. Um, and that was my first professional pitch, you know, mm-hmm. and I set up a meeting with her. I'm like, Hey, I want to talk to you about this idea I have. I think you're going to love it. Pitched her the idea. She produces too. Yeah. Pitched yeah. the idea. She mm-hmm. loved it. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. You know? And so that was like the first validation that maybe my ideas are kind of, you know, I could go somewhere. Good, yeah. And then after that, um, I realized, I said to myself, you know, every every movie that I've ever loved or every show that I've ever loved or watched, you know, started off with someone saying, wouldn't it be cool if this, if we had a show like this? Yeah. You know, like everyone, everyone starts off with that idea and then they make it a reality. So I was like, why can't I do that? You know, like all I have to do is take the steps necessary to to follow through. So if I'm having all of these ideas, then the next step is to follow through. And yeah. so I took seriously, I took my classes. I actually went back to school. Okay. Um, I got my MFA in creative writings, Full Sail. Shout out to Full Sail University. Um, I did that in 2015, got my MFA. I've been writing Rhonda since 2012. Wow. I started writing Rhonda and I wrote, initially I wrote, I wrote it as like a 30-minute comedy. And um, Roderick read it. He he loved it. And he was like, hey, I think I have the people who might be interested in producing it, and we may be able to film. Um, they, may be have a, they may have a location where we could film it because one of them is a psychiatrist. Mm. And so I was like, okay, dope. Let's bring it to them. And they loved it. And they were like, okay, I like this, but write me two more. And I wanted to produce the three episodes. So originally, that's what we wanted to do. Um, and we were going to film these three episodes and, you know, like try to sell it or, you know, whatever. I, I was pitch green, it, pitch sell it, it, sell it. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, not, not knowing, like, you really didn't have to do all of that. But, yeah. And we in, we ended up not doing that. But, um, you, you know, wrote the two more episodes. Uh, so this is 2012. 
Uh, so I have three episodes and like, you know, what do I do with this? And um, turned out we had um, someone, a, 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 a associate of our executive producers, uh, McKnight's, James and Vanessa, shout out to James and Vanessa McKnight. Mm-hmm. Um, an associate was like, hey, I think I could bring this to BET. Let me pitch this for you. Wow. Okay. And we're like, okay, dope. And he actually, we were in the middle of having auditions. Uh, our first um, round of auditions for round of auditions for Rhonda. He was like, "Let me pitch this," and you know, it it after like six seven months, it, it ended up not working out with BT. Wow. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But uh, the, and we were like, "Okay, well, let's just film this ourselves." Yeah, we could do this ourselves. Let's do it. So you guys pitched the the idea along with the. Like, hey, we have this idea and we also have a script. BT, do you guys want to help develop this and fund this project? Like, how did yeah. that? You know, he. How was that? Well, it was just a series of ups and downs. Because was it Stephen Hill? Every... Like the Stephen Hill regime? Yeah. Okay. It, it was Stephen Hill. And I don't remember. It was Pete Danielson, who was like yeah. the VP of acquisitions or something. I don't okay. even remember okay. um, all the players at the time. It was so long ago. And I had never met them. This is someone that we basically had like a shopping agreement with him. Gotcha. And so he's pitching for us. So he's taking these meetings and every meeting he took and every step that he, you know, every step further, he's calling and he's like, hey, yo, we made it to the next step. We made it to the next step. I'm like, okay, dope, you know? Um, and... So we made it past. I think we were we. The last meeting was with the VP of original programming, um, and I don't know to this day. I don't know what happened um, with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do know that there was a whole restructuring at at Viacom, and a lot of the people that we had um, yeah, gone was. through was gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and like not for nothing, like. What you went through is kind of like it. Um, I won't say it's. Um, I mean, that's what usually happens, you know. So don't get discouraged about that. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. that's how usually like mm-hmm. things go. Like, I mean, like you create something, you pitch. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times, you might be working on a project for years and not even get one pitch meeting. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to even be in a room, to even be in a position to actually be able to to mm-hmm. pitch to BET, that's a mm-hmm. that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. So and I think I take that for granted. You know, I, no, I'm a little hard on myself. No, it's no. you know, um, but and there was a, like a lot of like reshuffling and re, yeah, you know, like a lot of people yeah. left. I mean, Stephen Hill's no longer there. He's like, not there a lot anymore. Of, like, like reshuffling with BET. So yeah, I was, yeah. So I don't even they let a lot of people go. Absolutely. But um, yeah. Now I look back on it, and I was like, yeah, you know what? It was a blessing. I was disappointed, but as far I, to get as far as I mm-hmm. did, you know, I I remember when. Um, I got a call and they were like, yo, I, I can't remember the sister's name who was at BET that we were supposed to meet with, uh, that he was supposed to meet with. But he's like, yo, she's at Sundance now and she's talking about she can't wait to get back because she wants to hear more about Rhonda. And I'm like, what? She's at Sundance and she's talking, they're talking about Rhonda. But um, so I went and got a beer, how to celebrate. Oh, I would, every success I go and I, I go to my favorite spot in Harlem and I get a beer. And I can tell you how I got um, hip to Rhonda. How you get hip to, to Rhonda? Rhonda Mitchell, MD. Um, I, was, um, I was working on a project with one of your actresses. 
Yeah. Or Vanessa. Oh, yes. Yes. Vanessa's cool people. Vanessa Font. Very yeah. talented. Yeah. Like we were doing a, um, a project called New York Underground Kings. Okay. She killed it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one day I'm just like scrolling through Facebook and then she posted the trailer. Yeah. 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 She's like, hey, guys, check me out on this new show. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and I clicked on the trailer. I was like, oh, this shit is dope. Yeah, I kind of yeah. dig it. Yeah. You know, yeah. dug it. And, um, um, and I kind of, um, did the homework and I kind of went to Instagram to see if there was more that I could see uh-huh, uh-huh. from the show okay. and then you doing some some recon you know what I'm saying some I was like this is kind of dope <laughs> you know and I kind of wanted to support Vanessa too because yeah. she's cool people and yeah. um and I went and checked it out and then um fast forward and then we kind of like oh yeah I, I submitted to to Harlem Film the, the Hip Hop Film Festival yeah, the Urban Web Summit shout out and, shout out to you and CR CR Capers yeah, and the whole know, team like, over there yeah and then um and then we met kind of like yeah. a couple of years down the line and yeah yeah and that's how we got here but um yeah I was kind of like checking out the show from afar and I was like yeah. a fan of the show from afar and then we yeah. wind up collaborating working together at yeah. the festival yeah that's so, how that's how life is yeah that's how life is. Yeah. Um. And um, I like the show. Thank you. I like it. Um. Let's talk about production. Yeah. Um. L- let's talk about your um. From the inception of writing the script, mm-hmm. and then going th- going into production. Mm-hmm. Uh, writing the script, pre-production, production, mm-hmm. and post. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about being a first-time filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that was a little bit overwhelming. It was. Um, it was. Right. Um, but let's talk about the writing of the script, going into pre-production, yeah, <laughs> casting, and then actually yeah. going into production. And being a first-time filmmaker, like I, I know that wasn't like, and still working now full still time. Yeah, it's <laughs> still working. Still working full time. Yeah, still working full time. Yeah. Um, you a doctor? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So let's talk about it. Well, um, yeah, it was it was. Wow, there were a lot of challenges. The script is done. Script is done. Okay, let's take it from there. The script is done, and you're ready to rock. Script now. is done. Yeah. Well, not quite, because then I had to to make some changes for the web. Because remember, I told you I had three thirty minute episodes. I remember that. Yeah. So I kind of had to revamp it. So now, what happened was we had I had three episodes written. Okay. I get a call. Well, let me go back because we had already remember. What I what I had said is we had already held our first round of auditions, so we kind of knew who we wanted um, for this project, and we held those auditions in 2014. Yeah, 2014. Fast forward, and it's 2016 when we finally start production okay. on Rhonda. And, I mean, I had to make changes to the script and everything. And the thing is, as a writer-producer, I didn't – one thing I didn't put into – you know, I didn't think about was, you know, writing budget-friendly scripts. (laughs) Because when you write, like, you write in all kind of elaborate stuff. Oh, I had helicopters. Yeah, I had helicopters. I had, like, Rhonda in a chase scene chasing a a patient and, like, jumping over cars and, like, sliding over the hood of the car and running, like... Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was wild. Yeah, 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 it was wild. It was wild. And um, we were like, hmm, now we got to shoot this. Okay. So yeah, so that's one thing I would say as a as the the, the 
most important thing that I learned, one of the most important things I'll say, is writing a budget-friendly script. If you're going to produce it, make sure you keep it, you know, in a realistic realm. (laughs) Because what happens is you write the script, right? And then when it's time to break down the script and you start to go over my locations, my props, and you're like, oh, shit. I got 15 locations. (laughs) I got props from like how am I gonna find like a, a how am I find you know, this limo this limo how am I gonna find this helicopter you know I need minks this and field? this yeah. you know yeah. like cost money cost yeah. money the Lamborghini yeah. in the shot like mm-hmm. do I really need that so you start like making changes you know um, so that's one thing one lesson that I learned um, the other lesson that I learned was to really try to I mean I I. I'm that type of like I'm a friendly person anyway, mm-hmm. um, but I really tried to establish that rapport with my cast and the crew. Like I was the one person when I'm on set, like I'm playing, I'm I'm playing music, I'm dancing. You know, I try to always make it a little light too, so people Absolutely. can have fun doing what they're doing. Absolutely. Um, and I was always like that, even in the OR in the operating room. Like I'm like you know dancing and moving and stuff, but. Um, yeah, so I always try to establish a, a like a familiar, like a family atmosphere. A vibe on set, yeah. Uh, vibe on set, because I think that's important. Yeah, you know, like um, the vibe on set comes from the uh, the top down. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, from the producers, director, yeah. and like you guys set the tone and you guys yeah. set the vibe on the set. Yeah, Definitely. you get it done. You get the work done, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like a drudgery. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so that was one thing. Another thing is as a first time. Um, producer, you know, I, there were times where I really felt like I should have stuck more to my guns when it came to certain things um, in the script. Like what? Just different, I mean, lines in the script that were taken out, you know, I'm like, no, I really think that you know, it should so be kept So you deferred in. a lot. I deferred a lot. Mm. I Because I felt like, well, you know, the team around me, they're more experienced than I am. Yeah. Um, so they know better. Got you. And, you know, looking back on it, I think I would have pushed a, lo- a lot harder to For keep certain it. certain things. Yeah. Um, because that was my voice yeah. behind and as, it. And as the creator. Right. The writer, producer. Yeah. And like you right. say, nah, this is. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, could have been more stringent on that stuff. Yeah, but... I could have. But like moving forward, season two. Well, you learn. You already know. You learn. You learn. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, oh man, it's just a lot of. I mean, technical stuff like not labeling the dailies. <sighs> Can you not label the dailies? <laughs> not labeling the dailies. I mean, oh. You live and you learn. Oh man, my blood pressure is going up right now. Just thinking about it, but yeah, but you live first and time learn. Filmmaker, though. Yeah, you live first time filmmaker. You yeah. live and you learn. You know, yeah. like you said, and we got it done. Was it perfect? No. Was it? You know, um, it wasn't completely the way I envisioned envisioned it would be. But mm-hmm. it's here. It's mm-hmm. out. You know, and I've done um, just in doing that. I've done what a lot of people haven't had the chance to do. And so I don't take that for granted. You know, that's a, it's a blessing that Rhonda's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's doing well, too. I mean, oh, like you've been doing your thing on the film festival. Uh, right yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying. I've been trying. And, um, you know, we we just wrapped production on um, – we're in post now for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, this time I wanted um, more of a female 
um, female involvement um, as far as our, our crew, director, okay. um, editor. Okay. Okay. Um, I wanted a whole female crew. So why didn't you have that one? That was t- kind of tough to find, you know, the, the sound recordist, you know, the, the, the camera AD. Camera people. I, yeah, but it wasn't going to be like... It wasn't. It wouldn't have been how I envisioned it to be. So I said, you know what? I'm not. I don't want to sacrifice the quality of the project for this. That will come. You okay. know, I have I have other things in the pipeline, um, and I'll work very hard to to make that a reality. Have my all female, you know, cool. crew. Okay. Um, but um, hmm, yeah. It, it, make sure you have a lawyer. You know, if you're involving other people, have mm-hmm. stuff in writing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't you can't ever rely on a verbal agreement. Make okay. sure you have the budget set, uh, and the budget. You know, now, let me ask it, you this, Carolyn. Uh-huh. Practicing medicine or going into pre-production, going into production, as far as um, for Rhonda. Mm-hmm. What gave you more anxiety and what was more nerve wracking <laughs> doing for the first time? Oh my God, production. Was it? Not the production of it, but releasing it. Okay. Releasing it. So, production was a piece of cake. For production, you. it wasn't a piece of cake, but I didn't have the anxiety because once I was in it, like, you know, we were getting it done and filming. Because you have it. the people around you. You have the people around you. And then it hits you like, oh, snap, I got to. I got to release this now. What are people going to say? How are they going to receive it? What are they going to think? You know? And it's like putting your baby out. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's like you're up, you're opening yourself up to judgment, good and bad, you know, it. and yeah. distributing it. And that's mm-hmm. the one thing I didn't, I hadn't thought that far ahead. I'm like, oh shit, people going to watch this now, you know? And your name is on it. And my name is on it. Um, are they going to think it's trash? Are they going to like it? Like, what? And I'm such a, you know, uh, emotional person like i i know that's something that i can't you know being in this industry you have to develop this thick skin and yeah. I, i'm starting to develop one but in the beginning i was like oh my god you know what are people gonna say how are they gonna how are they gonna receive this you know are people gonna like it i didn't think i'm crazy like this came from my head so if you're judging it and you think it's crazy you think i'm crazy like yeah. it was like that that kind of thing you know so um Putting it out when I when that first date that we released it, we released it October thirtieth of twenty seventeen, and um, wow, I had anxiety. And then the reviews started coming in. I posted it. I put it up on YouTube, and the reviews started coming in, mm-hmm. and the likes started coming in. I was like, okay, 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 that's dope, that's dope. I got a few like not you no know, thumbs down well, yeah. that I was crying about for like. A month. I was like, who gave me a thumbs down? <laughs> Why, Why didn't everybody like it? Yeah, yeah. Why didn't everyone like this? But um yeah. oh it's cool, it's cool. Um You got But it was overwhelming it was well received, mm-hmm. you know, overwhelmingly. Cool. More than I thought, you know. Cool. So that was yeah. dope. That was cool. dope. Um how did how did your mom receive it? Oh, shoot. My mom is my I mean, number one fan now, I mean, yo. Because I know you was kind of hi- trying to hide your wait, creative. Wait. So let's talk about that. This is the funny thing. My mom is like my biggest fan now. She's like, what's, she? what's, what's going on with this show? What's going on? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I guess now because 
I have my career. I could play on the side. That's yeah. what she's thinking. Okay, you you know she you got your you got your job. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah, the yeah. money. You did. You went to school. Yeah. You're a doctor. You're a doctor. Yeah, she tells her friends. Hey, my my daughter is a doctor. I'm like, mom, a PA. <laughs> You know, but then no doctor. one knows what a PA is, so she just says yeah, doctor. Of course. So, of course. um, <laughs> of course. so but now she's like asking me, so what's going on with the show? Did you sell the show yet? Where is the show? How can I see the show? <laughs> How can I be in this? <laughs> How show? can I be in this show? I have you have a cousin, a cousin uh, 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 Ernst. Ernst wants to act. Put him in, in the, the show. show. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see, that's some good stuff. <laughs> So yeah, she's 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 supportive. <laughs> she's supportive now. She really is. She really is. So um, okay. I tell her I'm taking meetings. I'm writing and stuff like that. She respects yeah. it, and she's like, okay. You know what it's yeah. kind of like impressing a Haitian parent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes can't be the easiest <laughs> thing because they're not easily impressed. No, they're not. No, they're you not. Because you got to do some stuff to impress. You really do. And so you really do. Like a like you. a like an A minus is not good. Yeah. Enough. It wasn't good enough yeah. in my home. Forget about a B. Yeah. I listen. I got. I got. <laughs> I, I was in junior high. I got a C in history. Mm. I got a beating for getting what? a C in history. I'm trying to tell you one one semester. The next semester, I got a C again. Uh, oh, 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 my dad wasn't He gave me. The, he got the switch. Get the switch. Uh, oh, the next semester, I got A's. <laughs> Like, you Was know he Y'all not playing. He he liked the A. I'm, I'm trying I'm to like, tell you, like, if you become mayor <laughs> and tell your parents, hey, I'm, I'm the mayor. I just became the mayor. What you mean the mayor? The you mayor. have to be the president. Yeah. <laughs> Mayor, mayor. No, what is that? What is the mayor? <laughs> Any, the, anyone can be the mayor. Yeah, you can be the president. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, damn, dad, right? Like, can give I me take some love? Steps? Right? Can I take steps at least? I'm the damn mayor. Like, right, so, yeah, right. <laughs> that's true. That's my true. There's some high standards. The high standards. It's good though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, kind of like the fire upon <laughs> us to like really do our thing. And, and how does your mom feel about what you're doing? Um, she's with it. Like, like my mom is cool as long as um. Paying my rent. Right. <laughs> I'm making sure her groceries is there and I'm taking care of her. Like, whenever she needs a little... Like, right. my mom is good as long as I'm not out on the street. Right. And I'm right. in good health. She, right. Because, like, I try to explain to my mother, like, what I do. Yeah. She don't want to hear no explanation. Like, I'm like, Ma, hey, Ma, I just want to ask her. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, but did you pay the rent? <laughs> did the Oscar help you pay the rent? <laughs> that's what she's about. Like, right. am I okay? Right, right, right. She, she could care less about the fanfare and the, the all that stuff. Yeah, you know, as long as I'm good, right? And she's good. That's like, she's, hilarious. But like, she's been very supportive from day one. Like right. when I told her, like, this is what I'm going to school for. Okay, I'm going to be a TV and filmmaker. She's like, okay, good. As long as you are happy and you are going to be able to earn a living from it. Okay, and you're good, like. Oh, that's dope, though. Like, she never kind of, like, discouraged me or, or yeah. tried to deter me from going down that path. Yeah, yeah. She was that's cool. Good. That's good. Um, but yeah. I know, again, it's hard to impress Haitian parents. It's hard. To, and then, you know, the girls have it worse. The girls For have real? it harder than the boys. Why do you think I, that? I could do the same thing. If if we were brother and sister, I could go to your mom, go to our mom, and tell her the same thing. I'm doing the same thing. What are you doing? Why are you not going to school? What are you doing? You know, like, she'll she'll she'll... I I I tend to find that I don't know if it's a Caribbean thing, um, but uh, you know the the there my mom was a little harder on me than she was with my okay. brothers. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was a little harder on me, which is good in a way. Like I learned to be very independent. Yeah, you know, support I could support myself. 
Mm-hmm. I don't have to ask anyone for anything. You know, I make a good living. Um, so I guess in, in that regard, they they did their job. They, they raised a, a young lady job. who doesn't, you know. Yeah. Hey, shout, shout out to Haitian parents and Caribbean parents all over shout the place. Out. Y'all did y'all think y'all do a, a, a great job. Yeah, they do. In, 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 in motivating and, and, and raising they do. solid kids. They into, do. We don't uh, see it at the time, solid though. Yeah, we, we complain at the time. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, what is um? So we spoke about the feedback mm-hmm. from Rhonda. Mm-hmm. Number one fan is mom. Um, the mm-hmm. feedback's been great, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's talk about season one. Mm-hmm. Um, transitioning, transitioning into season two, mm-hmm. and um, let's talk about like some challenges, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and let's talk about the evolution mm. of the show. Some challenges, some triumphs, and the evolution of the show into season two, mm-hmm. and um, and what's um on the horizon for for the show? Yeah, um, I could tell you the biggest challenge we had season two was actually um setting up our our shooting schedule because remember we released you know. So we cast in like 2014, 2015, shot in 2016, released in 2017. It's mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. People move. <laughs> you know, like my one of my main characters moved to Cali. He's in Los Angeles. Um, we had another character. Um, actually, season one, he was coming back and forth from Miami okay. to film. And wow. same thing. That's dedication. Yeah. He, we thought he was going to be in New York for season two and he... He he wasn't. Um, he ended up staying a little longer in, in Miami. So, again, we have to coordinate schedules. Mm-hmm. And we brought in a new um, character, Dr. Luna. Hey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, now I'm <laughs> into the smooth sound. Uh, Today's R&B. Mm, classic like song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quiet song. <laughs> Dr. Luna. <laughs> So, yeah, we had to um, – and he is, I think, in Atlanta. So okay. we had to coordinate – we had to coordinate um, everyone's uh, travel. Okay. We have the fabulous Mugga, who Mugga stay doing big things. Shout mm-hmm. out to Mugga. Mugga, mm-hmm. Mugga and I go, go back, like, when I first started taking my classes. Like, okay. I've known Mugga. And, you know, she's done a lot of dope stuff. And she's she's – on t- like she's in Manifest. She's wow. on NBC. She's wow. on Manifest. So we had to work around her schedule, you know. Um, she was How'd shooting. How did you get her, by the way? <sighs> I begged. <laughs> uh, no, beg. I mean, Mug and I were working. We worked together on a few other projects. Um, and they they didn't end up getting produced, but we were part of a writing team um, for a couple of projects. So we were together. Um, and I just talked to her about Rhonda. And I'm like, look, I'm you know, I'm writing this story, this script mm-hmm. about a black doctor. She's all about empowerment. She was like, yeah, that's dope. And um, I think she came to one of the auditions. She she didn't know that we were thinking of having her be the, the manager, wins, play the office manager Winsome. She didn't know. Mm. Um, and so she came just to show her support. And we're like, oh, by the way, you're Winsome. And she was like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we didn't even, you know, I think we auditioned like one or two um actresses for the role but like I knew that I wanted her. Okay. Um so yeah she said she said yeah dope that's that's great. Um and so yeah so her schedule she's busy. Um 
uh, Ruth Maria Flores, who plays Arielis. She's a model. She's always jet setting. I like her character, yeah. Oh my God, she's all over the place. So we really had to try to. Um, you had like an open audition for this, or like did we, you kind of handpick? No, we had an open or that was the audition that we had in 2014. Yeah, some of the people that we wanted um, to be in season one were no longer available. Okay, so we had to. I handpicked um, Malachi, who plays Brian, the PA in the office, mm-hmm. um, and uh, actually the dad, uh, Robert. Starks, who plays um, John, the father, he wasn't the first pick. So the first pick, um, and this is why I say, I, like, I liked Robert from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, no, we have we have to get Robert. You know, we're going to film this. This is who I want. And that I guess that is a, a, an instance where I put my foot down. I was like, no, I want <laughs> I want Robert. Yeah. You know, and it worked out great. Like the cast had great chemistry, but but definitely shooting schedules were hard. Uh, to coordinate and we had also we're filming in a working clinic yeah so we had, how are you able to finagle that yeah i so i had to i set up a meeting with the ceo of the company and she paloma shout out to paloma hernandez um she 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 is kind of like a Rhonda in the fact that her father started this clinic and now she's, you know, she's a master's in public health and the administrator and running her dad's clinic. clinic. Yeah. And so I, I talked to her about the idea and I said, look, we already shot the first season. And it's so crazy because we shot the first season in Harlem at um, City Cares Clinic, which is like Lenox 127, somewhere around there between Lenox and Adam Clayton. And they were going to get bought out by another clinic. Wow. And... Turns out the job that I work for is the one that went in boredom, you know. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So um, I was like, who who would have seen that? And I started working for them in 2015. And we fi- we were filming in 2016. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, by the way, we're going to buy City Cares. I'm like, City Cares? I'm <laughs> filming in City Care, you know. Um, so, yeah, I set up a meeting with Paloma. I told her a little bit of, about the idea. And she loved it. She was very supportive. She was mm-hmm. like, oh, absolutely. You know, just talk to, you know, our, our, our legal and talk to your communications director and work it out. And we worked it out. So we had oh. the clinic on weekends um, from like 8 to 6 um, on Saturdays and Sundays. And there were challenges, too, because, like I said, it's a working clinic. So, like, there was one um, shooting day where we showed up and they were doing work. In our space, like the 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 utilities guys were doing yeah. work, and uh, you know we didn't know, so we're like, oh okay. Um, and then uh, you know one of the AD, unfortunately, like our after our first day of shooting, he's on his way home and he gets into a car accident. Get out of here! It was rain. I remember that night it was pouring, and he's on the turnpike and he gets into a car accident. And thank God he was okay. But his stuff, his car gets totaled, the equipment's in the back, in the trunk, you know. And so we lost the shooting day. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. And then the clinic changed the hours um, so that they were open on um, – they had changed the hours so that they were open on the on the Sundays that they wish they should have been closed. So we no longer had the full Sunday. So it was an adjustment. So those are the kind of things – when you when you when you set up a production schedule, you you have to automatically think something's going to go wrong. Absolutely, because nothing's ever going to go all right. What are, what's it, what's the contingency plan? What are the contingency plans? You know, so 
Gotcha. Um, but we we made it work, you know. Gotcha. We made it work, thankfully. So so now a couple of things. What's um what's next for Rhonda? Mm-hmm. What's next for you? Mm-hmm. As far as um projects that you have coming up, and let's talk about a little bit about uh. What's going on with Rhonda moving forward? Yeah, so Rhonda's in post-production. Okay. Um, we don't have a release date, an official release date yet, but mm-hmm. we're working on that. Um, I'm probably going to say aiming for beginning of April. Okay. Okay, six episodes. The one f- criticism that we had was the episode where the episodes are so short last season. And I was like, well, that's really because we had a limited amount of time to shoot. And we found out that the clinic was getting bought like three weeks before mm-hmm. they were getting acquired and we didn't know by whom. So we had to kind of, you know, break up the episodes into part one, part two. So, yeah, yeah they were short. But this season, they're a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're a lot juicier. Um, we have a few new characters in there. Nice. Um, we have a lot more exterior shots. Dope. The budget. So we, we came up on the budget. The we leveled we up. The clinic. Yeah, we got a little, little bit of the budget. Definitely key. The budget went up. Yeah. Um and for me as far as um my next projects, I'm working on a couple of feature films. Dope. Uh and a short film. And so I plan to um go into production on my short uh within the next six months. Okay. And uh I actually just started um Sundance has their pilot um online program oh, Sundance uh, Institute. Let's talk about you that. You never real start quick. you never stop learning. You know what? And this was you never stop learning. So mm-hmm. um I was like, yeah, this is this sounds interesting. I want to sign up for this. So I applied to be part of the pilot program. It's like thirty eight of us nice. that are taking this online class. Nice. Um screen film screenwriting class. So that's awesome. That's so we dope. had our first session last week and it's great. Um so that's my next goal is to work on my feature film projects and um and get this short shot produced and, and put that out there. Dope, dope, dope. Now, tell the listeners where they can find you on social media if they want to reach out, if they want to collaborate, um, like where they can uh, watch Rhonda. And let's just get into that real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm on Instagram, um, C. Pierre Outlaw. Uh, and you can find the Instagram for um, Rhonda Mitchell at Rhonda MD Series. Um, same on Facebook. Um, I don't really, I'm not on Twitter. I don't get with the Twitter, but, um, but yeah, you can reach out. You don't got those Twitter fingers? I don't got those Twitter fingers. Um, (laughs) but you can reach out. I have, I've had people that reach out to me on Instagram, DM me all the time. Like, yo, can you take a look at this script? I'm not going to wait, but let me not, I ain't going to. You got to get the cash out for that. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've I done it. I've done I it for a few people. Out, but like, yeah, cash, cash yeah. at me a little yeah, yeah. <laughs> something. A little something. Um, but yeah, actors have that's reached work. out, and that's is great. So mm-hmm. yeah, feel free to reach out to me. I'm very approachable. I'm very sociable. Let's um, collaborate. I talk. Yeah, that's good. yeah. That's good. I'm always up for that. It's all about and um, Rhonda right now is on YouTube. First season is on YouTube. Okay. At Rhonda Mitchell MD the series. Dope. Um, we're also on um, uh, two streaming platforms. The first is called Dubo, D-U-B-O, stands for Digital Urban Box oh, Office. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you can find us on there. I've seen that on to Nick stick, nice. I think. Shout out to Nick Nice. He's Haitian too. Oh, Atlanta. So. Uh-uh. Okay. Shout out. Um, and we're also on Creation. That's another streaming platform. With the eight, right? Yes. I've, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah Creation, yeah, yeah. Creation. Um, we're actually uh, a top eight pick. On oh, creation sure. platform, along with uh, Little Row. Little Row has a movie on there. 
So wow. we, we we all we in the top. I'm sharing the same. All in that mix. I'm all up in all up in that mix. Yeah, with little rails. Oh, with the little okay, rose. with the little rose. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you, Congratulations. thank you, thank you. Um, so, yeah, you know, reach out. Feel free to reach out. I'm always up to collaborate with uh, artists and, you know. Y'all got to holler. If y'all yeah. want to holler and reach out yeah. to Miss Outlaw, please hit yes. her up for any kind of collaborations. Yeah, make sure to... y'all check out Rhonda Mitchell, MD. Check out the first season. Absolutely. Yes. Very funny show. Very well done. And um, I just want to commend you for being a first-time filmmaker for, for killing that, Ace and that. Thank and you. And taking the leap of faith to actually do it. Because a lot of times people um have these cool ideas and have an idea to do something. But they never take that uh, leap of faith to jump out the box and do to it. To get it done. So yeah. I just want to commend you Thank on you. that. Um, and Thank for you. also navigating and killing two industries, two fields. <laughs> Practicing yeah. medicine. Thank you. Writer, creator. Um, as you. a As a beautiful black woman. Thank you. I definitely want to commend you on doing your thing. Thank you so much. And we got to do this again. Of course. Yeah, we got to do this again. Guys, signing <laughs> out. Peace.